0: Learn more at marines.com. Here's a crazy thought why not go all bullpen all the time if you know that your franchise will never be able to compete financially? for starting pitching good morning to you good wednesday morning i'm dan kovachowicz of DK pittsburgh sports this is daily shot of pirates it comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey i also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins that I hope you'll check out. Pirates 3, Marlins 2 last night in Miami. That's four wins in a row for the Pirates. That's nine wins in the last 14 games. And I still have no idea what to make of it because it's not really being built so much on the younger guys as it is on Jake Marisnick hitting another bomb. And the real coup de grace here, I guess, that they won a bullpen game. And they won it convincingly in terms of the pitching dominance over Miami. Chris Stratton, two and a third, one run. Dylan Peters, back off the I.L., two and two thirds, one run. Tyler Beattie, I still have no idea what to make of with two perfect innings and two Ks. Will Crow, who seems to be back on his horse with a scoreless inning and a K, and David Bednar coming in to close it out. I believe that credit is largely given across Major League Baseball to the Rays for having come up with the modern concept of bullpen games or using your opener and then bringing in your starter once he lines up better with the first wave of hitters. Uh, There's all different kinds of ways, obviously, that you can do this. Most of them are not as new. As people in today's game would like to have you believe, I love to remind everyone that Chuck Tanner won Game 7 of the 1979 World Series, the last truly significant game in franchise history in Baltimore with basically a bullpen game. He knew he had nobody who could give him any length, got as much as he could out of Jim Bibby, and then just started bringing in his best arms. It's actually a masterful display of managing, something I was blessed uh, with the opportunity to be able to say to the man himself when he was still with us. Now it's portrayed more as being a systematic thing, something that you do in order to make sure you're getting as many left-on-left matchups or right-on-right matchups as you can including the vital first time through the order, or extending your starter and his length in the game by not having him face the three or four toughest guys in the order at the very beginning. And that way, the other team's hitters don't get to see your starter three times. So that's the kind of thinking that goes on right now. Uh, It's more... I don't want to make it sound too highfalutin or whatever, but it's 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 more advanced and analytical. And honestly, I wonder why there hasn't been one team, including the Pirates, to say, you know what? We're just done with starting pitching. We're going to go with, if the roster allows us 25 players, I guess that depends on the year and the situation, or 26 players or whatever it is, We're going to make 14 or 15 of them pitchers, and they're all going to be relievers, all of them. Now, some will be stretched longer than others, but for the most part, it's going to be kind of what you're seeing from the Pirates this season, something that Derek Shelton had promised way back at the beginning of spring training. He said, we're going to be using our pitchers a little bit differently, and we've seen that. We've seen multiple innings out of more relievers. We've seen Will Crow used, specifically Will, used in a way – That we haven't seen out of another reliever in a few years, where he's versatile. He can go out there and get you a couple innings, two innings, three innings. We've seen David Bednar, even the closer, run up multiple innings, three innings. Well, if those guys can go back to back and if those guys can go, I don't know, you know, twice in every three game series, and you make sure that you're uh, staggering them across the 162-game schedule, so they're being used safely. You know, think about it. Relievers are cheap, right? Wouldn't you rather put like 30 or $40 million into some super spectacular bullpen than in one or two starting pitchers? This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone. An eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Here's what Shelton had to say to reporters in Miami last night about the way all of his relievers came through in that game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you have to get execution out of all your guys, and we did that tonight. I mean, Stratton gave us two plus. Our Peters came in and was really effective, especially against an all right-handed lineup. Um, You know, BD was sharp, and then we were able to get to the back end of our leverage guys. So, you know, everybody kind of did their part. Really, I just see this as the next step. Hasn't baseball been moving toward this anyway for a long time? We're never, ever, ever going to see starters on a regular basis going uh, seven, eight, nine innings. It's going to be a fluky occurrence when it happens. It's going to be something that a pitcher is showing the manager kind of the way Mitch Keller did a couple of nights ago, that he's got a really low responsible pitch count, that he's not looking like he's tense or tiring on the mound. And that's just not going to happen very often. And as a result, and because of the pitch count protections that are rightly in place, you're also not going to see arms get built up in the minors to be the next or the last Kurt Schilling or Nolan Ryan or whoever. There's not going to be that horse that exists the way baseball had up until, what, six, seven years ago? Maybe I should go back like 10 So, why buck the trend? Why not just say, listen, here's how many innings? And this is what you have your, you know, the the white collar crew for hanging around PNC Park and Federal Street. Tell them to do the numbers on this. Tell them to put together here's the number of innings that an average team has to pitch over the 162 games. It's not as simple as 162 times nine because there's extras, and then you have to factor in doubleheaders, rainouts etc. But take that, have have a program, mock up what that would look like if you had a 14-man pitching staff. I'm totally serious. See how it works. See who gets injured in your simulation. See who rises above. See who, out of your starting pitchers, maybe finds a little bit of extra oomph on their fastball because they're not gearing themselves now towards spreading it out over six innings or whatever. You see what I'm saying? I mean, this might be the worst idea anybody's ever brought up, okay? But when you're the pirates and the one certainty that you have moving forward is that you're never gonna spend a lot, A, because the system is unfair, B, because the owner is the owner, think a little bit outside the box. When we come back, J1Q. And today's J1Q comes from John, who says, I'm sorry to laugh in advance, but I I can read faster than I talk. And he says, Four straight wins. Has that ever happened under Derek Shelton? The answer is no. Not until now. The last four-game winning streak uh, of any kind was all the way back in September of 2019. That, of course, came under Clint Hurdle. Clint getting fired on the very last day of that regular season. Shelton being hired that winter and taking over through and into the pandemic. No. No. He's never had a four-game winning streak until now. I also heard from uh, other listeners and readers praising Shelton, uh, giving him – praising is probably a little strong – at least giving him some credit for the team continuing to play hard and being focused. I'm not there. Not to be the negative guy here, but when you have a team that's comprised – Mostly of bubble players, guys whose next slump could have them in Chang land. They're going to try hard. There's not really a whole lot of players on this roster. In fact, I can't even think of one where you'd say, oh, yeah, that that dude, he can just kind of coast. I mean, there's just so much talent and so much everything there. No, no. I mean, O'Neal Cruz is the most talented player the pirates have in terms of natural gifts but you know even he you know been kind of not super awesome since he came up i think he's been a, a lot better than some might perceive based on looking at nothing other than batting average but you know he's hitting 221 right now he's got 16 RBIs in 21 games and you saw that play that he made Last night in Miami, now it ended up getting overturned, the out call at first, but the play was still the play. Uh, This isn't someone who can coast. Brian Reynolds is your most accomplished player, and you see how he goes. So how much of that goes to the manager? I mean, you know, you got to give him something, okay? Uh, In most games that the Pirates win, whether it's in Miami or in Milwaukee or elsewhere, they're outmanned. They're outclassed. They're certainly out-experienced. So I think if you go back and you look at the sweep at Dodger Stadium, if you look at the win over the Yankees, uh, if you look at just now taking two out of three from the Brewers who are in first place, and the Marlins don't exactly stink, in all of those settings, you can say that when the Pirates win, it's an upset. And if there's an upset, you're always going to give a little bit of extra credit to the manager or the coaching staff. Which, by the way, to rewind a couple months, was what Dave Roberts did in Los Angeles. After the game, the reporters out there uh, were all asking, what happened? What happened? The Dodgers, oh, $300 zillion payroll and everything. And Dave Roberts just said, look, they out-hit us. They outpitched us. They were better than us situationally. They caught the ball. They beat us. And he proceeded to give credit to Shelton. So there's middle ground to be had there. I just wouldn't go overboard with it. Certainly not when it comes to hustle. Uh, If you can get big-time hustle out of a veteran group, that's when you're talking about the manager and a culture and everything else here these guys don't have a choice they really don't i appreciate the question i appreciate everyone listening to daily shot of pirates maybe we'll talk about a five game winning streak tomorrow